seeker. Welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, welcome back to your favorite podcast. My name is Talia Joy. How are you doing today, my beautiful love? I feel like I can feel you. I can sense you. And I'm so excited that you're listening to this episode. You are a true seeker. You are knee deep. You do not give up, which means because one plus one is two, it means that you are going to achieve those things that you have in your mind's eye. You are going to and are already stepping into the life that you have in your mind's eye that is your wildest dream, your dream life. Because as we talk about on every damn episode of this podcast, what you dream of is meant for you. And because you're on this path of self-healing and growth and manifestation, and you've probably found law of attraction somewhere to manifest some things. You did a little bit of work there and ended up in a damn awakening. And here you are (laughs) ready to really make the most of this life experience, crack the code on who you are and really step into that next level of power. Kudos to you. That means that you are on your way. That means that it is happening. I am so happy you're here. And that's the thing that I've really gotten to know about me as a channel and my own gifts. Whatever I create and however I funnel, you know, source energy and my magic into the world, the people that find me, it's not happen happenstance. What is it? Happenstance? Yeah. It's not happenstance. It's not like random. The people that find me are ready for their next level. So whether you're deeply suffering right now or you feel like you're walking on sunshine and everything's coming together, you are still ready for your next level. And so that's when I come into your life and I'm so excited to help you do that. I really help, I say highly motivated seekers, right? Because some of us are motivated because we need to get out of the situation we're in. We're sick of dealing with the same patterns. Maybe you need to make more money or you want to build a successful business or you want to heal your trauma. You want to move through your junk. That is motivation. Motivation is like, I'm not staying where I am. I don't need to suffer here anymore. And I may not know the way out, but I am ready. And as you know, it takes a while to get to that place where we are ready. So if you're listening to this and you are ready, or you really want to be ready, (laughs) or you're already two feet into making this life experience the best one possible, you found this show and you found me for a reason. So I do manifestation mentoring. I'm a quantum activator. Basically what it is, is I teach the law of attraction but I believe in so much more. So the law of attraction is just one law that helps us to attract or manifest things into our life. But I also believe and see the bigger picture, like your potential, the impact that you could make in this lifetime, how you're not broken, how you are pure source energy, how you are magical. And so when I help people, we're incorporating their intuitive gifts that we're developing, their purpose, where they're being led to be in this life, along 
with actually manifesting and kind of creating the 3D experience. So that's one way that I'm really different in the way that I teach the law of attraction. I can teach you how to manifest something, but if it's not meant for you, or you are still in a sense of, or in a place of self-sabotage, which is what we're talking about today. If you're stuck in a loop, no amount of mantras or like do this before bed and like, like attracts like, and your thoughts are important. None of that is going to override these deeper things going on. And the reason why I teach this way is because I myself got into law of attraction. I was like, I think at 14, when it first found me, it was like old school. Then like 15, 16, 17, way before the secret, um, I started getting more and more into it. And then I kind of left it behind in my like addiction and eating disorder. I wasn't really focused on that. I was really in the 3D trying to force my experience, lots of control, lots of worry and anxiety. But as I decided to heal, I came back to those teachings. So I got into manifestation because I wanted to change stuff. I wanted to lose weight. I wanted to make more money. And I'd heard about law of attraction. And then around that, time the secret came out and then it was like more widely known. And I just knew this was the path for me, but I went into it from the 3d wanting to materialize things, which is still where I am. There's still stuff I want. Hello, my Jeep. Right. And and so I want to give you permission to want things and to want money and to want a house and to want, you know, stuff. It's totally good. But what I realized is because like attracts like, and because your thoughts do attract things, and that is all very true what is stopping us from just being like, I'm a millionaire and life is abundant and I'm whole and complete and I love myself when we are not loving ourselves, when we are not feeling whole and complete, when we are sabotaging, when we do not feel good about ourselves, when we're disconnected from source. I feel like in that point, my job isn't to be like, oh, here's a mantra, right? There's so much more to master this life experience because law of attraction mastery is self mastery because what you are is what you will attract. So you could be a really good person, meaning you're always trying to do the right thing. You're generous or this or that. But if you don't love yourself, if you have no boundaries, boundaries and you're overgiving and you're depleted and you're exhausted, even if it's from the most holy things, you're helping people, you're being a mom, you're being donating, you know, or, um, volunteering your time or, you know, building a business that's going to change the world. Even if you're doing great things with your time, if you yourself and your life force is depleted, is running on empty, is still reacting to trauma you've experienced, which we all are going through that. If your automatic reactions are like feeling bad about yourself and self-sabotaging and giving up on yourself and you have all this energy funk, no mantras are going to do it. So where I come in is I see the potential of who you truly are. And I'm really starting to understand this human experience. I feel like understanding the cosmos and the universe actually came first for me. I'm very intuitive. I've always been able to see and read energetics, the way things work. As I honed my gifts more, it really started to get more and more clear about the bigger perspective. And that's why I can do, you know, talking to spirit guides and seeing what source would have to say to this. That's actually natural for me. Um, But what comes less natural? is mastering the human experience, is being able to be productive and love my body, take care of myself, meet my own needs, get enough rest, practice boundaries, make money. All of those 3D things have actually been a lot harder for me. So that's why we're talking about self-sabotage today, but that's also why I teach the way that I do. Because yes, you want to manifest things, but what you're really looking for, what you're deep down looking for 
is freedom to just be you, to live your life, to spread your gifts, whether it's art or it's fun or it's, you know, creating beautiful things in this life. Maybe it's your mothering, maybe it's your listening, your empathy, spreading your gifts, being who you truly are, loving yourself, taking care of yourself and living the best, most richest life experience. That's what you're truly here for. That's why you think you want the money and the external things. And we do. And money makes life awesome. Oh my goodness. I'm so enjoying making more money. I love it. But really deep down, I can see the fullest expression of who you are in that life of freedom. So that's why I come here is to activate higher energy in your being so that you know new truths, so that you can practice the law of attraction. You can sink into these things, which are your natural state of being self-love connection to spirit, intuition, looking at the deeper meaning of why things are happening, practicing self-compassion practicing the now, practicing being good to yourself. And that's what will actually allow you to master the law of attraction because then you have a lot less congestion in your way, a lot less blocks, a lot less resistance in your way because you're really sort of open and available and solid in who you are. And that's magnetic to the universe. So that's a really long way of being like, I'm a manifestation mentor, but I'm different because None of us are the same. Our gifts don't work the same. So if you've been drawn to me, if you found this podcast, it's because my medicine is beneficial to you. The way that I channel it through, the way that I speak the truth lands with you. And that's why we found each other. So it's an honor to be here. I'm obsessed with this show. I really love the podcast and working with my one-on-one clients and doing group programs like Activated to really help you move the needle forward in your life. So if you are interested in connecting deeper and really having me support you in this next level, you can check the link in the show notes. Um, Because if you're drawn to me and you know deep down, then that means there is something here for you. And whether we work together or you just binge the podcast, I invite you in with open arms. So make sure to check the show links, notes, show notes, links. (laughs) And there's um, an option for 30 days voice memo support, which is a really fun new thing I'm doing as well as the quantum leap mentorship. And then I have three month mentorship as well. Usually have some sort of program going on, free events, all that good stuff. So you can check the link in the show notes. If you're feeling my vibe and you want to connect deeper and you're really, 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 two feet in ready. I'm your girl. So anyways, let's dive into today's episode. So this episode is all about self-sabotage and what I'm hoping to do, what the intention is today is to teach you a little bit about how I see self-sabotage, what's actually going on, and then where you can start to actually heal it, what you can do, as well as interweaving my story, because I am a master self-sabotager. I'm going to just take a brag for a moment. I'm like so good at sabotaging. I have like a PhD in it. For real though, takes me a while. I default back into my old patterns very, very quickly. And look at me, (laughs) look at me, mom. I've still been able to uh, do amazing things. So there's hope for us that are really good at sabotaging. But seriously, it is something I'm very familiar with. So I hope that this episode is really going to inspire you, give you some beautiful things that you can do to move forward. And the the main reason um, behind that is not just that, When we get out of our own way, that is when we actually get to tap into that place of flow and ease and all those annoying things that people talk about. Whereas we're sitting here going like, this is not flowy or easy, right? But that flow and ease truly does exist. And coming from someone who has experienced addiction and eating disorder and really just 
hating myself my whole life. That sounds so harsh to say now, but that's really where I came from. Awkwardly insecure, never felt good enough in many ways, experienced trauma, undealt with, shoved down, self-sabotage, addictive behaviors, really kind of, I've been all over the map in my own life. Um, And if I can move through self-sabotage, it is a sign that obviously you can too, but that sabotage is resistance. That is resistance to me living my dream life. That is the stuff that got in my way, that gets in my way. So as we really actually dismantle self-sabotage, look at what it actually is, do some new things, we effortlessly tap into flow and ease. Because here's something that I really want you to understand about flow and ease and all this stuff. When you're like magnetic and things just come to you and things happen easier than you thought, things come together, synchronicities, blessings, abundance, all the things. What that is, is that's your actual natural state. But humans walk around with so many layers of resistance, almost like armor in front of them, blocking them right? So if say, think of the sunshine, if you go outside and the sun is shining, the natural thing for it to happen is for the sun to come down and like light up your face and touch your skin and all that stuff. If you put on maybe sunblock, or that's not even a good example because the UVs don't get in, but the sun still does. Okay. Scrap the sunblock. If you put in a shirt uh, on a shirt, then less sun is going to get through. If you put on another shirt, even less sun. And then you put on a windbreaker or something. Then you put on a coat. Then you put on a parka. Then you put on a poncho. Then you put on a blanket, right? Less and less and less sun gets through. But your natural state, if you were nudie fruity in the backyard, would be to be covered in sun, even your bits. (laughs) This conversation got very weird all of a sudden. Reel it into Leah. Okay. So your natural state is light and love and abundance. That is synchronicities. When you're looking at the clock, it's 11, 11. And then you just say to yourself, I'd love to read this book. And a friend pops by and they're like, I saw this book and I thought of you and here it is. And you're just like, wow, things happen easily, right? This is when people reach out to me to be like, I want to work with you versus me going work with me. Right different energy. Things come to me now, whereas I don't, I I work, I work hard and I show up in my life. I work hard to do effort. And we're going to talk about this, but this place of ease where unexpected things come to me, where things happen as I dream them to, or easier than I even imagined, that is our natural state. So something like self-sabotage is part of the shirts you put on. That's a layer of resistance blocking you from the miracles available to you. So I first of all want to say, if you know the show, you know my tone, you know my vibe, but for anybody that is new, I don't believe in like fault. Like you could just be a millionaire if you'd get out of your damn way, like it's your fault. I am really interested in the human journey. And because I've been through so much and because even now I still work with self-sabotage and loving myself and all the things, I'm really interested in why humans do carry this stuff and what it takes to dismantle them. I'm more interested in that than looking at it as wrong and bad. I just don't. I don't believe it's wrong and bad. I know it's not. So if you're stuck in the same stuff over and over and over again, 
just even starting to recognize that like it could be easier than this and trying as best you can to detach from the judgment and the emotion and just go like, okay, maybe I'm making this harder than I need to. Maybe there's an easier way. Maybe there's something I'm not seeing. Maybe there's another reason for this besides just, I suck. I'm bad. I'm wrong. Cause that tends to be where humans go. So the very first thing is that like flow and ease and blessings and miracles, that's your natural state. And the more we release resistance, the more those flow in easier. So I heard this for years, but until I was living it, I didn't fully get it. So just allow it to land as much as it can today. And just know that it can in fact be easier. It doesn't have to feel so hard making changes, showing up differently, experiencing different results, making more money, you know, achieving the things that you want. It actually doesn't have to be that hard. So self-sabotage is resistance. So the very first thing we need to do is not cause more damn resistance by judging yourself. Okay. So let's just be in this place of an open heart. Imagine yourself with the most open heart, self-compassion, really looking at the self-sabotage without the judgment, because I don't know about you, but I struggled with food and body image. And if I was self-sabotaging, it was gross. It was disgusting. It was shameful. I'd look at it like I'm weak. I'm unworthy. I can't do it. I'm not strong enough. That's always what I would look at if I, you know, said I'd work out and I didn't, or I said I'd only eat this many calories and I ate a whole cake or whatever. It was layered with judgment. And that is one thing that I now am diligent about not allowing in my life is self-judgment doesn't mean it's not there. It's that I'm really good at catching it as soon as it steps in the door. You know what I mean? Right? So sometimes it's not even there. Sometimes I don't even think those judgmental thoughts I used to think, but sometimes they creep in and I see them and I'm like, Whoa, no one invited you to the party. That voice is not needed. So that's the first thing is if you're self-sabotaging and I said, what does that mean? What does that look like? And you're like, oh, well, I procrastinate or, you know, I don't eat well enough like I should, or I don't exercise, or I say I'm going to get up and I don't um, get up early in the morning and journal or something and I don't, or whatever it is in your life. Let's just permission to release resistance. So drop your shoulders right now, no matter what you're doing, just allow them to lessen, allow them to drop you're doing a great job. You're not wrong. You're not broken. You're acting out of a pattern. You're acting out of a loop that's going on. And actually deep down, you're just trying to stay safe. You're just trying to stay comfortable. So when we try to do new things in life, our brain registers it as uncomfortable. It is new. And our brain doesn't like that because our brain is geared for survival and everything that goes on is all about keeping us safe, keeping us secure so that we don't get eaten by lions, so that we don't freeze out in the rain, so that we have enough food to survive. Our brain has not evolved as fast as we have evolved and our intellect and our intelligence, right? So when you are doing something It pushes you out of your comfort zone on multiple levels. So the default thing for every single one of us, including me, including Tony Robbins and including you is our brain wants to sabotage it. So say you emotionally eat and every day you say, I'm not going to emotionally eat tonight. I'm just going to have a salad or I'm just going to nibble on cucumbers tonight. (laughs) 
Um, I literally have cucumber water next to me, which is funny. Um, and then you get there 9, 10 PM or whatever, you're tired, you head for the chips or whatever it is that you say you don't want to eat. So your brain is protecting you because there's, you know, for this exact example, there's a reason you eat. There's something about feelings. There's something about wanting to be comforted. There's something about needing grounding and reassurance and comfort at the end of a stressful day, or because you have a lot of shit you've been through and you're just looking to relax, just looking to be okay. Same with alcohol. People drink because it's uncomfortable to be in their skin. And I'm not saying anyone who drinks at all. I'm just saying like when it's a problem, when it's this, I look at it like I'm sabotaging my life type thing. It's that you're numbing your feelings. You're numbing your thoughts. You're coping. You're wanting to dis- disassociate from what's going on. Same with the food. So your brain is going like, no, go for the chips because the chips are more comfortable than whatever it is that you're avoiding, which might be being with yourself with no distraction. It might be feeling the feelings of the day or of your life or being present to how you actually feel in your own energy. If we can keep eating, if we can keep drinking, if we can keep shopping and keep doing, then we don't have to sit with ourselves. So self-sabotage in itself, I don't even like the word because sabotage, it's sabotaging you from your highest expression. Okay. But it sounds like you're doing something wrong. It sounds like you're purposely sabotaging your life and it's absolutely not. It's an automatic reaction going on from the subconscious. So I've been so interested in this lately and in activated, I'm getting ready in a couple weeks to teach all about it, which is so exciting. Subconscious The subconscious mind, as a lot of you know, control all of your involuntary actions so that the conscious mind can focus on what's right in front of you. So right in this moment, my conscious mind is maybe looking at my microphone or looking at my computer, making sure like I'm still recording. I'm present with what I'm saying. I'm thinking about, you know, my notes or the next thought. My subconscious mind just crossed my feet under my legs or under my chair, or my subconscious mind lifted my hand up to my face without me really thinking about it. It's not a thing. As I'm talking, my hands are expressing. The hands expressing is the subconscious mind. The conscious mind is focusing on what I'm saying. So your involuntary actions are all your subconscious mind. So as soon as you go to do something new, like I'm not going to numb my feelings tonight. I'm not going to eat tonight. You don't realize always that's what you're saying. I'm not going to eat equals. I'm not going to numb my feelings. But once you do kind of realize that your brain is going, that's not safe. We have trauma. We have anger. We have sadness. We have shame. We have grief. We have fear that we have not felt. So it's not safe to go with no coping strategy in this moment. So your brain, even if you go like, no, I'm going to sit at the couch with my tea and I'm not going to eat. Your brain's going like chips, you know, dessert, spoon of peanut butter, like whatever calling you. Right. And that's why it's like, I just can't resist eventually, you know, as soon as I get tired enough or my, you know, sort of defenses go down, I head for the food. That is the subconscious mind trying to keep you safe. So let's just look at it for what it is. It's the mind. It's a brain thing, which by the way, is like 90% of your life or more is your subconscious mind, your brain, the patterns, the habits, the identity. It's probably like 99% of how we do our life is actually this coping strategy. It's what our brain processes us to be, how we're reacting to the world, what we think about ourselves, our beliefs, all that juicy stuff. That's your brain. So the self-sabotage is not you. It's not you, the human being weak. And that's why I don't really believe in motivation 
because you can motivate yourself very short term. I could go on a cleanse and not eat and make myself not eat for however long. But once the cleanse is over and a few weeks go by, I could be back to binge eating on the couch or whatever it is because my subconscious mind will take me back there. So that's the very first thing I want to say. So your, your brain is keeping you safe. You know, self-sabotage is not wrong. It's not bad. It's not weak. It doesn't mean you're not a good person. And it does not mean you're not going to achieve your goals. You are going to stop drinking or lose the weight or get into a better state or, you know, move forward in your business. You are going to do it. Self-sabotage is not going to define you, especially because you found this podcast and you found this right now. And we can say you're not broken. You're not doomed. In fact, the future has nothing to do with the past. You can create a new reality. And I'm going to talk a bit about how how to do this today. And a big, big part of it is subconscious work. So this is what we do. This is so beautiful. I want you to ask if you're in this open state, look at where you sub, where you self-sabotage, where you would say, especially at the beginning of this episode, if I said, okay, yo, where's your areas of self-sabotage? And then start to ask yourself on your own time, what's really going on here? What's really happening here, right? So if someone says, um, you know, I try to stop smoking pot because I start to feel really tired and lethargic, but then every day I have like a bunch of stuff to do. I smoke pot. I don't get anything done. I'd be like, okay, what's really going on here? Because the pot isn't actually the thing doing it. The alcohol, the food isn't the problem. It's what you're escaping from that will constantly lead you back. And if you quit pot, then you'll start drinking. And if you start drinking, then you'll be more angry or ragey, or you'll pick up more shopping or sex addiction or, you know, whatever we will transfer sabotage to different things until we take care of the root. So ask yourself, what's really going on here? What is really happening here? If it's procrastination in your business, a really easy one might be, I'm terrified. I don't know where to go. I feel unsupported. I'm terrified that I'm going to fail. I'm scared to go live. That's actually what's happening. That's why I can't show up because I feel powerless. Like I don't know what to do and I'm scared it's all going to fail. Or with the food, it's like, I'm eating my emotions. That is what's happening. I'm feeling things that I'm afraid to feel, or I don't want to go there, or I don't know how. I'm unsupported. I don't know how to process it. And it's just easier to numb out whatever it is for you, right? Sabotage looks so like so many different things. So start to dissect it and ask yourself, what is really going on here? And if you have a coach, if you have a mentor, that's a beautiful place to look at. Even if you have like intuitive mentors or business coaches, like you could start to ask and ask them, like, what do you think's happening when I'm procrastinating or, you know, whatever, start getting feedback, start hearing things. Or if you're already very self-aware, like most of you are here, what's really going on here? And just start Start to dissect it. Start to ask these questions. And then if you get a hint of something like, ooh, I am afraid to feel my feelings, don't just hit it head on. And this is something I'm going to say a few times in this episode. We don't try to correct the behavior. We look at the root cause. And that's another problem. Everyone, everyone, when they go like, I have a problem with self-sabotage, they go, okay, tomorrow I'm going to wake up. I'm going to work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It's like, we've all tried to work out Monday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Friday, right? Why doesn't it work? But we always go at it from the behavior tomorrow. I'm not going to drink tonight. I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to do it. Nope. 
well, that's just more resistance. And that's just, I mean, you tell a kid not to press a button. You say, don't pull this fire thing, you know, the fire thing in the school. How many kids always pulled the fire alarm? Because it's like, do not pull. So <laughs> we always want to resist the thing we say don't, which is why I refuse to diet. It's a, I refuse to have any sort of rigid exercise program. Like I could see a trainer a few days a week, but there's nothing I have to do because I want to generate it from within. You want to learn how to generate the desire to be healthy and be happy and be balanced and not need those coping strategies from within. No amount of tomorrow I'm not going to do this will work without the inner work. And even like AA, AA is a deep inner journey, also relying on source. It's not just today we're not going to drink and then I'll see you next week and hopefully you haven't drank. It's a deep inner journey of forgiveness and trauma and healing and leaning on source and all the things. We don't just try to nip the behavior and expect it to work. So right now, if that's what you've been doing, just trying to change your behavior. I invite you seeker as someone who is ready for the next level. This is where it gets uncomfortable. This is where most of us go like, eh, actually I'd rather not do that. Instead, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm going to work out. But if you keep sabotaging, there's something deeper. I'm scared to feel, I'm scared to fail. I don't feel enough. I'm scared that if I commit to myself, I'm just going to let myself down again. These are very real things that we all get to feel. We all feel these things. So as we start to notice what's going on, then we remedy through the self-healing or healing with a mentor or getting help or reading books or whatever. Then we start the healing journey of the answer to what's really going on here. So you know, sometimes it takes some time to dig that. And that's one thing I'm really good at is seeing that overall picture of what you're really scared of or what really lights you up, like these big picture things. But many, many coaches and mentors and helpers, therapists are good at seeing what you might be avoiding because there is a time where it's a blind spot. It doesn't mean you can't come to the realization, go into meditation, journal on it, allow yourself to be really real with yourself and ask for these truths. You can find this truth on your own a hundred percent. But if you're feeling stuck and you're not finding it on your own, maybe you don't have the tools yet. Maybe you haven't learned yet how, and that's when someone could help you, but it's not necessary. You have the answers to these things. So what's really going on and then remedying that. And I, because you've been attracted to me and this show, the journey of self-healing, the journey of healing trauma, the, the journey of becoming worthy of loving ourselves and feeling that deep sense of confidence and okayness, diving into sacred self-love where you take care of yourself and you undo these things that you've learned that allows you to have better boundaries and get to know your energy and how to work with it and really step into your power, that is going to completely dissolve the self-sabotage. And you don't even have to go to work on the self-sabotage. You don't have to go to work on self-sabotage. In fact, if a client came to me and they said, my main goal is to stop self-sabotaging, we would talk about it, of course, but what I can see is why, right? Or what I get to know of you, what we get help from your spirit team with is like the wound. And nobody really wants to go to the wound, yet that's where your power is. So as I've talked about on previous shows, I don't often dive into the one traumatic thing with clients. Sometimes they volunteer and they bring, and they bring it up, but I don't ask about the thing or those big, 
you know, huge traumas that people have experienced. You don't even have to go back to that. But what I mean by the wound is I don't love myself and that's why I sabotage. We don't need to know the first thing that ever happened to show you why you don't love yourself. But if you can pinpoint that, I don't care about enough about myself to look after myself or a big sabotager is lack where we feel like we don't have enough time. We're not where we should be. We don't have enough money, enough resources. That could be a sabotage. You're never moving forward in your business because you feel like you need to drop 10 grand on a mentor, or you need to have the perfect website, or you need to invest five grand in some sort of social media strategy. And it's, or you don't have the time, you don't have the resources that could stop you. Right? So it's not always a big wound, like a trauma, but maybe you're operating from lack. It's like, start to recognize that what is really going on here, journal it out, talk it out. What is really going on here? And then remedy that through self-healing. Why do I feel a deep sense of lack? And that's something that I've worked through is like operating from lack. It would stop me. It would, pro- I would procrastinate funny enough. Cause it's lack I'd procrastinate or it'd be my time to work out. And I'd be like, I can't work out right now because I have other things to do because I have to get those done because there's not enough time. And like, it would always squeak in. So I started noticing I'm operating from lack where, you know, where could that be from? And I realized growing up, I didn't have a lot of money. My mom was on welfare at one point and, you know, assistance from the community and, um, you know, money was a thing that wasn't around. And then I never felt good enough in my body. My body wasn't enough. I always felt like the weird curly haired, left-handed weirdo in the, in the corner. I never felt like there was enough support and, and recognition. I just didn't feel enough. So I've had a lifetime of lack, right? I didn't have enough money. I didn't have enough resources, support, love. Nobody cared about me. All these things I've felt in my life and have operated from. That's why I'm sabotaging myself because I don't truly believe in my essence. I'm not in my power. I don't feel worthy enough to achieve the things that I want. I don't think that it's going to happen. I don't think that I can do it. Right? So if you then start identifying and start really bringing that forward, that's where you go to heal. That's where you start going into the subconscious mind and the reprogramming or getting support or, you know, whatever it is that remedies that one thing or that, you know, thing that you've been, you recognize is coming up over and over. And a big one, you guys, for anyone that maybe you haven't done a lot of this work and you're like, what is she even talking about? feels too advanced. Self-love is one of the main things that it always comes back to is self-love and worthiness. So if you don't know what else to go to work on, there's always room for that. So asking yourself, you know, is that what's really going on here? I don't love myself deep enough. And then going to remedy on that. So what I would recommend from there is the self-healing realizing that you are a beautiful soul, a unique expression with very unique gifts to share that you are innately perfect. You are an extension of source. So innately without you doing anything or not doing anything, it's actually nothing to do with how much you've done in this life or not. You just are worthy. You might not know it yet, but everybody is of equal worthiness to achieve their goals. They deserve confidence. They deserve healing. You deserve healing. You deserve confidence. You deserve to walk around as her in your energy of power. And that comes from worthiness. So start to do that healing and then reprogramming and reinforcing. This is something I do teach in activated reprogramming and reinforcing a new way of being. So again, instead of going to work on the self-sabotaging behavior, realizing it's actually a lack of self-love, 
then what I would do if I was your coach is I would say, okay, I want you to do something this week or today that is in the spirit of love for yourself. And it could be giving yourself a hug right now. It could be chugging a bunch of water. It could be investing in yourself or taking the afternoon off and sipping a cup of tea with a good book. Could be taking a bath. Could be buying yourself something that feels luxurious or really exciting. Taking yourself out for a meal, writing in your journal. It could be so many different things that give you the feeling of, I love myself. I care for myself. Say kind words in the mirror. And then what we would do from here is now start operating from love and just asking yourself, what would that look like? And where, you know, how could I do that a little more? Leave out the thing about the food or the booze. Don't even go there. Just start looking in the rest of your life and go, okay, I could go for a walk today. That would be in self-love or say nice things to myself as I'm running late or as I forgot something instead of saying, oh, you're so stupid, catch yourself and be like, I'm doing my best. (laughs) All in my car sometimes I'll be like, I'm going to be really late, but that's okay because I'm enough anyway. I'm enough anyway. Like I'll like do these crazy things to remind myself that right now I may have dropped the ball. I might be late to pick up my kid or I may have forgotten something I'd said I'd bring to a friend's house or I might be late for an appointment, but I'm still enough. I'm still worthy and I'm doing my best. Okay. Right. So that level of compassion is more self-loving. So basically to start to sum up this episode is when we sabotage, we have resistance going on. It's the ultimate sense of self-rejection. So how can you come more together with who you truly are and alignment with your power and sinking into self-love because the person trying to manifest that deeply loves themselves compared to the person trying to love them or the person trying to manifest that is rejecting their self and punishing themselves and in, in essence, hating themselves, those two people are going to experience very different realities, even if they do the same meditations, the same journal prompts, the same vision boarding, listen to the same podcast. The person who chooses to take on the life of starting to love themselves and come into connection with how fucking perfect they are, that is the person who the sabotage starts to ease. And this is life and progression. There are times when someone quits cigarettes tomorrow and never goes back or quits doing this totally. But for most of us, it's a progression. And so take the focus off of the binge eating or the procrastinating or the things you're not doing. Give yourself some love, surround that part of you that is doing that with love and graciousness and self-compassion. Be like, okay, my brain has been scared to succeed because I haven't learned to love myself and standing in my power is scary. What if I fail? What if I give up? What if I let myself down? Okay. I'm freaking out inside because I'm up leveling and up leveling is scary. And Talia says that she even tries to self-sabotage herself when she up levels. I will put off hiring the mentor, pressing the like buy button. I'll put it off for like a day or I'll hear myself say like, I need to get this, something that is really like beautiful for myself that I really want. And I'll put it off. I'm like, well, the money, even though I can afford it, like it's ridiculous. We all sabotage ourselves in different ways. So knowing that and going, as I go through change, it's inevitable that there's going to be discomfort built into the change because change creates an expansion. It is you doing things in new ways. And it looks like out there and on the media that people are doing something one day and then some 
something. They find the missing piece. And the next day I never went back to sugar or I quit this and never again. That isn't typically the way that it works. It's realizing I am trying to keep myself at a limit because it's scary to succeed. Another good question to ask yourself is what bad could happen if I don't do this procrastinating um, action, but all these are pretty advanced. So for some of you, it might be a little bit, you know, advanced for others. You're like knee deep going at it. Um, but first of all, just recognizing this is my brain trying to keep me safe. What's really going on here. Okay. I'm scared to fail. Okay. I don't totally believe in myself. Okay. That is self-love and self-trust and self-worthiness or whatever you would call that confidence. Okay. So how can I start to show myself in other ways that I can trust myself? How can I start to show myself in other ways that I love myself? And I do these little self-trust building exercises all the time. So one that I do is when I decide it's the right day and I'm going to do this, I set my timer when I'm working in my office, like I'm writing emails, I'm creating content when I'm not on a call, I set my timer for 20 minutes. And I tell myself at the end of that 20 minutes, I go to my yoga mat, which is down on the floor next to me. And I'm allowed to do whatever I want. I could do pushups. I could do a yoga flow. I could stretch. I could lay there and like roll out my back. I could just do, you know, arms up over and some deep breaths and maybe hands in prayer. Like it could be five minutes. It could be 30 minutes. Doesn't matter. The intention is that I will do this for myself because sitting at a desk all day, isn't good for me, hurts my back. I want to move my body. I want to connect to my body, connect to my power. It gives me oomph for my content. It makes me feel good and connected to myself. So I set the timer when that timer goes off almost every single time I'm like, ah, snooze. Like, I think it says snooze, even though it's a timer. Um, and like, Oh, I'll just finish up this email. And I see myself and I go, no, you made a promise that you created to benefit you. So we're going to do it and I'll, I'll put down what I'm doing and I go to the mat and I'm like, there we go. How does that feel? Oh, so good. I'll give myself little opportunities to build trust, to build love. I'll make a promise to myself and I'll keep it, but I don't just willy nilly my promises. I'm not throwing out Monday, Wednesday, Friday promises all the time. In fact, that's why I don't do that stuff because if I'm going to make a promise to myself, I want to really do everything I can to keep it. So wipe all of the things that you've been saying you should and shouldn't do and tune back into your heart and look at yourself with self-compassion and say, just for today, I'm going to do a little more, or I'm going to do this one thing, or I'm going to drink enough water, or I'm going to stretch and I'm going to do it. I'm going to build self-trust. It's a muscle we build. And as you start to trust yourself more and you start to love yourself more naturally, that was my ring hitting the desk. Naturally, the self-sabotage will disappear because you start to vibrate at a higher frequency, a higher level of self-love, and you no longer desire to escape your emotions or sabotage your beautiful progress. You start looking at yourself like a being that you love. And why would you want to sabotage someone that you love? Imagine if your child was like, you know, um, I'm not even, I don't even know. I'm trying to ride a bike and you keep putting sticks in the spokes and they keep falling off and saying like, I can't ride the bike. Like that makes me almost emotional. <laughs> maybe it's the moon or maybe cause I have kids, but that would be like the meanest thing ever. And you keep making them think that they're messing up and you're sabotaging them. If you love them and you want the best for them, you're not going to do that. So why are you sticking spokes in your own wheels? 
making yourself fall off, making yourself feel crappy, making yourself having bruises and nicks and scrapes. It's just because you haven't learned that deep, sacred self-love. So keep on that path. Look for ways to love yourself. And then always remember when you have a pattern of self-sabotage, there's something deeper going on and remedy that versus the action. I mean, unless it totally works for you, I recommend to my clients not to say that I'm going to stop this tomorrow, January 1st, we're going deep because it's not going to happen January 1st. If it's not happening right now, if that self loves comes into play and that true appreciation for your journey, and it starts with self-compassion, it starts with understanding. It starts with recognizing that it's an automatic action from trauma or from a belief down there that you can't actually do it. And you're just sabotaging yourself. It just shows that in your subconscious, you don't fully believe it's possible. When you fully believe it's possible and you fully believe you are possible and you are capable of it, you get into this energy of nothing stopping me. My success is inevitable energy. And that's when you step out of your own way. That's when you're stoked to do the cleanse rather from pun- rather than it's from punishment or where you're excited to write emails and start the business rather than I have to, and I should, and I keep putting it off and okay, fine, here we go. That just shows that subconsciously you're scared or maybe you don't trust in yourself enough, or don't love yourself, don't fully believe it's possible. So again, ask yourself what's really going on here. What is speaking to me? Don't chase the symptoms, look for the root, and then start to do mini reprogrammings, mini reprogrammings. So say you want to write a book and you keep putting it off. There, there comes a day along with the healing where we need to start taking better actions and more action, but it's not just the energy of like, okay, fine, I'll write the damn book. And then tomorrow you don't again. And then, okay, fine, I'll do the book, which is the same as tomorrow. I'm not going to eat. That doesn't work. But when you start to recognize Maybe I'm just scared that I'm going to put everything into this book and no one's going to buy it. Maybe I'm scared I'm going to get knee deep and not follow through. When you ask a few really good questions first and get present to that and start going, oh, Talia, you, insert your name here. Aw, I'm just scared. I'm terrified. What if nobody buys it? What if I fail? What if they all laugh at me? I'm just scared. That's why I'm not starting the book. I'm just terrified that it might not work out. Like, aw. And then inactivated, I'm teaching inner child healing and things that help you to have compassion with the part of you that's scared. And then you can take a new action from a loving, nurturing place. And that is where there's a time that we go, okay, I'm going to set a timer for 20 minutes or half an hour, whatever. And I'm just going to write. I'm just going to write and I'm going to love myself and whatever comes out is fine. And if it doesn't end up being, you know, something that makes any sense, I'm still trying. I'm still starting to write. I'm still doing it. So I'm just going to keep hensing forward and the book might not come out of me today. It might take a little bit, but I'm just going to start writing just for 20 minutes. But see that, that remedy of the action comes from love, not comes from tomorrow. I'm going to do it because I'm broken and I'm weak and I'm, I got to somehow get my shit together. That's kind of how people go. Like I got to get my crap together. Stop eating carbs, stop eating sugar. Like that's not how it works. But when you love yourself so much that you start going, okay, tonight or right now, I'm going to have some fruit because fruit would be a very loving thing for my body and not try to change all your behaviors, but make a new choice. How can I love myself more? How can I lean into this more? And out of the tendencies I have to sabotage, how can I be more self-aware? And then maybe there are times when you go to eat and in love, you choose to go have a shower first and be like, no, I'm just going to go have a shower, you know, 
have the intention to release this desire or gain perspective. And then I may eat after, or I may not, but I'm going to at least try to have a shower. How does that work? That's a much different energy than just do it. Just don't just this, just that, right? Should you should do this. You should do that. More shoulds equal more pressure. And I would tell people this when I was in food Buddha and teaching intuitive eating. And I would say, every time you create a food rule, you're creating a binge. And people are like, what? I thought you were going to tell me like, I need to eat more vegetables and I need to eat less this. And I'm like, yes, but not from a rule, not from a should because built into a rule is the opposite end of the end of the pendulum. Life is a pendulum. And when we pull all the way one way and say, I'm never going to eat carbs, it's inevitable that an equal or larger binge is going to happen because the pendulum has to swing. So we want to be in the middle. We want to be like, I love myself. My intention is to drink more water. My intention is to be more and more focused in my business. Maybe you need to get help, have accountability, start doing something different that way to help you, to support you as you move through the sabotage, right? That's a total possibility. But in essence, I love myself. I want myself to succeed. And so I'm not going to put a bunch of crazy rules on myself, but my intention is to write the book. And this is also where me personally, I go, okay, guides, angels, I talk to them all the time, just reminding you that you always can. I want to write the book. I find myself procrastinating and sabotaging. Please show me a way that I can see this differently. I want to write the book. I want to get focused. I feel like it needs to come through me. So please help me with the focus or the perspective I need to really be able to create this book. Pray like that because I'm actually saying an example that I didn't realize until now was exactly a personal one. I've been saying for a while and I know that the book is moving through me, is coming through me. And I was shooting on myself. I should write the book. I should do this. I should have done it by now. And one day I did a prayer just like that. And I was like, I know it needs to come through me. And inside I'm going, what the heck's my problem? Like why I can create all this stuff. Why can't I write the book? Right. But on the outside, I was like, source, help me, please help me see this differently. And one day I was on a run and I all of a sudden heard in my mind that the book hasn't been created yet. Cause the, when I first started saying, I wanted to write the book, that was like five or six years ago, who I was then was not the person to create the book that I meant to create or the first book I meant to create. So I actually had to grow into that person. I had to evolve. The book wasn't ready yet. And when I heard that, I just like started smiling and going, oh yeah, totally. If I was to start writing a book today, it would be very different than the book I would have written five years ago. So also sometimes have faith that what you seek is seeking you and maybe you're not totally ready yet. So again, it comes back to the healing, the self-growth, the self-awareness, gaining your power, stepping into your self-love and your confidence and, and your ability to, or, or your power, basically it's stepping into your power and then the focus comes and the resources come. And I know now way more clearly what my book is going to be about than it would have, than I did five years ago, as I said. So Okay. I'm going to wrap up this episode, but I really want you to just hear me that 
first and foremost, self-sabotage is not something you're doing wrong. You're not broken. You're not weak and you're not doomed to stay in it. The very first step is releasing the resistance of judgment. So release the judgment around yourself. Try not to add more resistance onto what you're already dealing with. Start to have compassion. Why do I feel the need to eat more than my body wants? Why do I feel the need to drink or to numb out? Aw, sweetie, there's something going on in there. Okay. And then we start to ask, what is really going on here? What is my brain trying to protect me from? What am I trying to stay comfortable from? What is really going on there? And then going there, going into the self-work, into the healing, getting supported, learning more about what is actually going on rather than trying to force yourself into new behaviors. And then once you realize what's going on, the self-love, the self-trust, the worthiness, the lack, whatever it is, then you start to heal that. You start to pray about that. Help me to see this differently. Help to release me from this feeling of lack. Help me to have the right resources, people, books come into my life so that I can really reconcile who I am and integrate all the parts of me and stand in my power and create the life I'm meant to create, fueled in love, fueled in self-belief, fueled in vision and passion and expansion. Help me to get there. And as you naturally move into that direction in life, the sabotage will wane out. So for any of you listening that are still like, but what can I do right now? I don't want to binge eat tonight. You can be self-compassionate. You can love yourself a little bit more. You can set a beautiful intention or switch up your behavior tonight. Instead of eating, try to have a shower, but just know that if you find yourself going back to the chips, it's just because you're seeker on the path and there's more work to do. There's more deep healing to do, and it doesn't have to take a lot of time, but what it takes is not ignoring it. What it takes is not avoiding it. It won't take a lot of time. It won't be as scary as you think, but you need to actually face it. You need to actually go there. So I hope that this served you today. I just want to say, I love you so much. And if you do need that extra support, the containers I have, like the 30 day voice memo support or the quantum leap mentorship, which is four weeks that can really help to like jumpstart you out of that pattern of self-sabotage. Um, just to kind of get like an energetic boost and energetic activation, some new tools and practices and really get focused back on the road in just four weeks, you'll experience such an upgrade. I'm so excited. I have clients recently. One just took the quantum leap mentorship. She's like, I definitely quantum leapt. And like hearing those, those, um, those words is like, yes, because when you're ready, you're ready, but we first need to just identify what's going on and just get ourselves into that higher vibrating place, healing, moving forward into our power and the self-sabotage will just go. You don't actually have to go to work on it. It will disappear. Okay. I love you, my love. Um, I hope that this served you as always come find me on Instagram at Talia joy manifestation. The link is also in the show notes. Come find me there. Let me know you're listening to the show. If you want to work with me, check the links in the show notes, or also just reach out to me. I'm a real human, uh, reach out on Instagram or wherever you find me and I'll talk to you soon. I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning into the show. I truly hope that it served you and it means so much to know that there's seekers out there like you on the path, really willing to give it your all and go all in. 
And if you do find value in the show, I would be so honored if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really actually makes a huge difference to the success of the show. And I just love seeing your words and being supported. So thank you so much. The link for that is in the show notes and also down there, you'll find some links for some free gifts. 